you doing today? Thank you so much for joining in on Solutions with Anna Donahue. It has been, again, I say this a lot, but it's because we just love hearing from you, and I want to thank you for that. I thought it would be fun. I've got some comments from you. I'm just going to read them off before we do our teaching today. It's time for a fresh start. Can you say amen? Are you ready for a fresh start? Uh, before I get to those, hey, this is always wonderful to see and hear out of Columbus, Ohio. What an amazing ministry you have, Anna. Thank you for that. I enjoy watching the videos, these YouTube videos. Thank you for letting us know. Another one, I'm so excited you told me about the program. It was awesome. Awesome. We love you all plenty. That's out right here in Louisiana. Thank you. Uh, I love seeing you and Hannah virtually out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Thank you for that. We loved bringing that to you. Incidentally, our daughter was um, somewhere recently, and someone stopped her and said, hey, I want you to know, and I think she had been watching late at night, which we get a lot of that, and she had mentioned um, out of the four-part series, she mentioned a certain uh, part that really ministered to her, and she was thanking Hannah for doing it. So isn't, it's just great to see. Uh, these solutions have been so right on for me. Thank you, Anna, uh, initial C and M. Thank you for taking the time to let us know, because we love doing it and we want to just do so much more. We will carry the show. We're calling this season one till the end of May. We will take a little break and then boy, our goals in the fall, new studio, studio audience, interview segments, more teaching, and you are helping us to do that. And we thank you for that. I'm just pumped. I'm so excited about it. And I hope you are too. All right, it's time for a fresh start. This will be part one. I'll do a part two next week. I love these series because when you're on YouTube and you're just checking out the shows, boom, click one, boom, click another one, and you'll always have them uh, with you. But I want you to think about the word fresh. Oh my gosh, it's springtime, right? And here in Southeast Louisiana, just this morning, I was driving down my street and the number of gorgeous bright azalea bushes that bloom in the spring are phenomenal. They really are. Spring, everything's changing. Listen to my words. Everything's changing for the good. Winter is being behind us. COVID's behind us. This is good. We're entering a new season. Grab it. Jump on it. It's time for a fresh start. I've got a little mini book on our website. If you ever want to go to it, it's only $5 with this very title. You can follow along with me uh, whenever you want. Order the book and we'll, we'll mail it out to you. But let's look at this a little bit. The, uh, the word fresh, out of Webster's, let's see what this means. Number one, fresh means having its original qualities unimpaired. It's fresh. Think about fresh bread. Think about when you walk into a, a room or a restaurant or your kitchen and you're smelling fresh bread. It has its original qualities. It hadn't been tarnished yet, right? It's renewed in vigor. Number two, it's not stale. It's not sour. It's not decayed. It's fresh. Number three, these are definitions of the word fresh, not faded. Number four, not worn or rumpled. That can happen in our lives. You know that? It's time for a fresh start. If you're feeling worn out, COVID, whatever it might be, has just done its number on you. Oh my gosh. Take a deep breath 
and just know, oh gosh, Lord, your mercies are new every morning. That includes this morning. That includes today, listening to the broadcast. I'm going to breathe you in fresh. I need a fresh start. You can cry out. Look at number five. Definition from Webster on what the word fresh means. Not altered by processing. Fresh hasn't been altered by weird processing. And I think of our lives. Sometimes this world will do a, a weird processing on you, on your mind, on your emotions, if you don't dig in for your fresh start every day. Isn't that true? Wow. The world's view, circumstances, lack of passion, all those might have come in and altered your freshness. It's time for a fresh start. Well, look, I want to take you to a story in the Bible. And it's when Jesus is sitting at the table with tax collectors and Pharisees, and he's having dinner. And we're in the book of Luke, chapter 5, verses 37 and 38, with our main scripture. And I'm going to read that in a minute, but let me set it up. So he's at the table, and, and the Pharisees and the tax collectors kind of look at him and say, Hey, why do our people fast and pray, and you, Jesus, and your disciples are having a ball? No one's fasting and praying. And Jesus says to them, Hey, look. When the bridegroom's with you, you don't need to fast and pray. But there's coming a day when the bridegroom will go, then you'll fast and pray. Then, I don't know, it's just so funny to me that he inserts this next part into that context. I feel like he's just taking a great opportunity while he has the people with him at dinner. He says this in Luke chapter 5, verses 37 and 38. No one pours new wine into an old wineskin. If he does, the new wine will burst the skins. The wine will run out and the wine skins will be ruined. No, new wine must be poured into new wine skins. What in the world, Jesus, are you talking about at this dinner? Well, let me explain to you. He's on the scene. He's sitting there at dinner, and I feel like he's just listening to their conversation, of course. Why, you know, why are we fasting and you're not? And I feel like he trumps that with something so dire, so important that he's saying, hey, there's coming a day, and now is because I'm with you, where you won't be able to contain your old thoughts, your old pharisaical ways, your old religion into the new that I, Jesus, am about to bring. Now, they didn't get it yet. But isn't it interesting? He's starting to let them know new wine, the newness of who I am and the kingdom of God won't be able to be contained in the way you're sitting right here at this table thinking and talking. I hope you can grab this. I hope you can grab this. You've got to become new yourself, is what Jesus is saying, in order to handle the new that I'm about to bring. Now, remember the title. It's time for a fresh start. I want to pose that to you. How has it been for you? Maybe you're saying, man, what do I do to be new? What do I do to receive the newness of this incredible life in the kingdom that Jesus is sitting at that table making the entryway to tell them that's what he's about to bring. I have a quote here, new wine must be poured into a new wineskin, not accommodated to those comfortable things in our lives 
which it is now basically incompatible with. That's by a guy named Dr. W Ralph Wilson. Hang in here with me. You say, well, what happens with this new? Why, why can't new be contained in my old way of thinking in my own life, in my, uh, in my old way of living? I just wrote a couple of these things down. Do you realize that when you gave your life to Christ, or even right now, if you're giving your life to Christ, we got you, you're, you're saying, I'm, I'm, I'm interested, I want a fresh start. This is what you're getting when you say, Jesus, come into my heart. Eternal life, number one. Just let me read a list. You get new birth. You get a new heart. The old stony heart, your old rigidity, your old, sorry, crusty way of thinking of things. It goes. You get a new spirit. You get the Holy Spirit living within you. You get new life. You, get, you, you have a new song that you start to sing. You get a new name. This is all what happens. Talk about a fresh start. Jesus gives this. You want Jesus. You get new possessions. You get a new position. You get new potential. You're sick and tired of being sick and tired of never having anything new happen in your world. You get Christ. I'm not just talking weirdness. Oh, good. You got a free ticket to heaven. I'm, I'm going way deeper than that. I'm just trying to show you, you want a fresh start? Jesus was on the scene saying, this kingdom that I'm about to bring is so huge, you won't contain it in your old, crusty way of thinking. Let me go on with what you get. A new covenant, new mercies. I love that phrase that every day I can wake up and say, man, yesterday might have been rough, but I got new mercies today. It's new today for me. Thank you, Jesus. New tongues. Eventually a new Jerusalem, a new heaven and a new earth. A new way of living. What we call behind the veil that we can come to God directly, immediately, and not have to go through a person. You want this fresh start in Christ. You say, well, how do I get there? I've got five ways. And if I don't get to all of them today, we have a part two coming up. But there's five ways to get this new, huge life of the kingdom into you. Let's take a look at it right now. So remember, you can't fit this new into an old, crusty wineskin. You might say, well, what is that? What, is that? what, what would be the old? Old way of thinking, stubbornness, rigidity. I'm not going to change. Um, just stuck. Jesus is saying, me, Jesus, and all that new stuff I said to you and life in the spirit will never fit into the old way of doing things, let alone eternal life. How do I get there? Five ways. Number one, I want you right now to assess your life. How's it going? This always, is, this always is the beginning. I'm going to get to being born again in a minute, but are you? We're assessing our lives. We're taking a moment. We want spring. We want fresh. We want brand new. We're sick and tired of being sick and tired. Well, how's it going? Have you taken time to even write down or to think, that has to go. This needs to stay. That was terrible. This I need to build upon. Assess your life. What is God saying to you? Because I guarantee to you, he's talking. It is, a, it is a new day. It is a new season. Yes for you. Yes for me. 
What is he saying to you? Assess your life. Find out how you're doing. Take some time to talk to God. Ephesians 1.11, it's in Christ that we find out who we are and what we're living for. Gosh. Anything outside of that, you know, I wish you well, but you'll never, you'll never reach who and what you're supposed to do outside of Christ. It's in Christ, Ephesians 1.11, that we find out who we are and what we're living for. Assess your life, trying to get you to embrace that fresh start. God is waiting every day to give you a fresh start. He says, out with the old, in with the new. Behold, I'll make a new way. I'll make a river in the desert. I'll do it for you. Assess your life. Are you there? Would you know what to do if he said, I want this out? I want this in. Assess your life. Five ways. Number two, you got to be born again. You got to know him. You got to know God. Fresh start to handle all this huge stuff of God's kingdom, which is on the earth today and it will forever in heaven. You got to know him. You say, Anna, I don't get that. I, I, I'm trying to do good. I'm a good person. I've done good things. I think it's awesome. But to know him, you just say, God, I need to know you. Please come to my heart. It's an issue of the heart, isn't it? Because of this original sin. I know it's another whole teaching. Sin made us fall through Adam and Eve. God's saying, but I can make you new. I can make you new right now. Just cry out, Jesus, come into my heart. That's right. I need to be born again. It's born again because you were born the first time with your mother. Now you're born again on the inside. Talking about a fresh start. You're assessing your life. Number two, you got to know God. John 3, 3, Jesus answered and said, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, born from above, he can't even see the kingdom of God. You know, if you're not born again, meaning Jesus is in here and it's happening for your heart, your life, you'll hear me and you might think, oh, I like her earrings. Oh, I wonder where she got her shirt. But you know why you're doing all that? Because your inside isn't tuned in yet. The minute Christ comes in, oh, you're not going to worry about my earrings. Follow me. You got to know him for this fresh start. It's as simple as saying, Jesus, come into my heart. I'm ready. I'm so over the old. I'm ready for my new. Number three, and I'll stop after this one and we'll pick it up in part two. This is a heavy one, number three. What old wineskins have to go in order for you to receive your new? Talking about giving you a fresh start. This is big because a lot of people don't want to let go. They don't want to let go of that familiar, even if it's old and crusty and serves no purpose. They're familiar with it. To start something new is uh, work in their mind or takes too much courage. I wrote this down. Some description of the old might be a rut. It's an old rut you're in. Bad habits, stubbornness, prejudices, rigidity. That old wineskin is rigid. It's almost drying out, this animal skin. Dry it out. Put newness in it and it'll burst it because it's so rigid. It's got to be pliable and flexible and embrace the new. Thoughts. Did a whole force four teachings on your thoughts. Attitudes, emotions, hurts, past way of doing things. What would new look like if you got rid of those? 
Up, just go to the opposite of those. For example, what would your new look like if you were in a rut? I'm so sick of this rut. I'm so sick of doing the same thing. Well, have you gone to God and said, can you give me a vision? I need some insight. I need to know this isn't it for me. And when Christ is in you, the whole kingdom of God is in you. You better believe he's going to give you vision. Okay. That's a word for someone. You are watching and you're so sick and tired of being in a rut. I get it. Opposite of rut is vision. Excitement of life. Joy forevermore. How do I get there? How, that's a fresh start. Jesus, make sure you've assessed your life. Is he in your heart? You ask him in and say, God, I need some vision on this. I need vision on that. He's going to give it to you. Uh, what would the opposite be of uh, maybe prejudices, prejudging someone? You know, when you're so full of joy and the love of God, you don't, you don't think that way anymore. It, it's fresh. It's a new way to live. It doesn't hit you anymore. You don't care. You prejudge. How, why, why would you? You're just full on living, living your life for God, doing the destiny that he has created you to do. I just wrote one more. What would the opposite way of um, hurts and emotions and all that kind of stuff be? What would fresh look like to replace that old crusty, you know, you're stubborn, you don't want to forgive, you're mean-spirited love? Old wineskin. Jesus says, I'm coming on the scene. Your old ways aren't going to handle me. You got to have me in you. <laughs> You got to be born again. You got to embrace me and the life, new life in the kingdom. It's full on love. You will, you will find yourself loving people, loving things that you never dreamed of because the old rigid you is gone. Oh, I'm telling you, this is an exciting way to live. It's an exciting way to live. I'm going to bring this part to a close because I want to get to, there's two more on those. We covered three. I'm going to get to two more in part two. And then I'm going to tell you something that's kind of sad about when you see some people not embracing them. I've got some reasons why. And you're going to shake your head going, oh my gosh, I'd give that up any day. Yes, we would too. So at, look, thank you for joining me on this part. I've got just some quick announcements. I want to make sure you know, we just got uh, home from a huge retreat. It was phenomenal. We have prayer requests from there and we pray for you. We do. We do. I send stuff to my team. I'll send a picture. I'll say, team, I've prayed for this part. Can you pray for this part? And uh, we count it an honor. We have a couple people right now uh, going through some chemo treatments and we are keeping them close to our hearts and in prayer, believing God for absolute total healing and restoration and recovery. Um, also, make sure you like us on Facebook, and then you know what? Go to our YouTube channel. Just click subscribe. You'll never miss a show. And if you have missed a show, always go back. Just really go to my Facebook page, go to the Anadani Facebook page, or go to YouTube, and you'll see us there, and you'll always have the information. One more thing before we close out. Look, fall brings us a new studio, a new building, new shows, new, ex new excitement. We're already pumped and excited, but new excitement, well, the thought of the topics we want to bring you. We could sure use your help to pay for staff, pay for, we've got to get another camera, just to, just, to, just to get the gospel out all over the world. We could sure use your help. Simply go to anadoniuministries.com and you click the donate button and uh, you're a part of that. Anything that happens for us 
you're part of because you've helped contribute. Amen. So look, in the meantime, I'm going to get ready for part two, and we thank you for tuning in. So next time, we'll see you on Solutions with Anna Donahue. God bless.